This is iUniverse Radio, brought to you by iUniverse, the leading book marketing, editorial services, and supported self-publishing company. iUniverse Radio is your opportunity to hear firsthand from authors about their new books. It's an in-depth discussion about the author's passion about the development of his or her story in their own words. It's an inside look into the characters and the plot and how the story all came together. Here is iUniverse Radio. Greetings for iUniverse. This is J. Douglas Barker. The book title is Having Coffee with God. Can Religion Change Monotheism? That's the subtitle. And joining me from near Boston, Massachusetts, in the United States of America, is the author, Benjamin Abrahams. Thank you. Your book is, uh, is intriguing, and the way to describe it is it looks like a, a nice visit to the local coffee shop. Uh, the title is intriguing because it says, Having Coffee with God. As you open the pages, at least my impression when I saw the title was that this would be what we would be traditionally called a devotional book or a book of meditation or something that would relate to the concept of embracing a living or a real God. How would you describe your book? Because that's not exactly correct. Oh, thank you, Douglas. It's a pleasure speaking with you this afternoon. Yes, the way you have described it and the interest of the book is literally finding a way for young adults in the 21st century how they ought to think about the idea of monotheism and also, these young adults are really searching how to make it more meaningful spiritually to their lives. That's a good and uh, certainly admirable idea. The uh, book chapter titles are not what I would call uh, ones that I totally understood. Your book is really almost uh, as though it's a novel, or would, would you describe it as a, uh, a work of uh, not fiction, but a, a blend of fiction and fact and uh, opinion? Is, is that a way to describe it? Uh, yes. Um, it's very, very interesting because the research that we did were literally the real people, this young adult. So it's, uh, even though the narratives or the writing has been more of a novel, novel in a sense, but actually the characters and all the facts are genuine, not of a fiction at all. Hmm. You approach it by uh, outlining in your chapters, would I be correct in describing this as a, uh, a universal approach, or would I call it a unique approach to the understanding of who God might be in uh, an individual's life. Yes, I think um, it is more of not an universal, but particularly a way for young adults seeking a spiritual life or searching for a path for their spiritual being. Hmm. You talk also of Ghana, and from your English usage, I'm thinking that English may not be your first language. Is Ghana your home country originally? Correct. Yes. How long have you been in the United well, States? I was, um, I've been in America for over 30 years. Wonderful. Born in Ghana and um, age of 
I think I came to United about my in my twenties. Yes. Mm. You talk about Ghana two hundred two I think it's twenty thousand. Uh, B.C.E., the age of hunter-gatherers. So you are looking at the historical significance of first families, first nations, first uh, hunter-gatherers, first peoples. What other things do you discuss in your book that might uh, be something of a uh, focal point for the listener or for the reader? Yes, I would like this book to reach to more of uh, young adults all over the world. Because twenty first century, they are thinking or their perspective of ancient civilizations or ancient history is grounded not necessarily in the traditional way, but in um, technology. So technology, or even basically the cell phones, it's just able to reach out to all the young adults that they can comprehend the past, the present, and um, the future, which they are the future. So the good example will be that the young adults, anytime, you know, a parent or a friend gets a new phone, they call the young adult to able to navigate. Yes, that's true. For their parents. <laughs> And the appearance, they found it very, very hard to navigate phones. So young adults have become our uh, software engineers and stuff like that. That's true. And I'm, re- uh, and I'm really emphasizing that in the first century, we need to give more of a healthy perspective that the young adult can navigate the world that they have come to uh, received or they have come to understand mm. in the historical dimension, you know. So the cell phone itself, it, it's a new way that they can comprehend the things that has happened or the appearance or the, uh, the ancient civilization has offered them. Very good perspective. Uh, in fact, I do have an uh, an older sibling I will not tell you how old she is because it'll make me look and sound older than I really am. Not really. But she used to have problems finding her way around the computer. Couldn't find where the on-off switch and other things were located. And my advice to her was find a nine-year-old child in the neighborhood, have them come in and fix your computer. They can do it. Your book is, uh, again, sort of unique. I like the title very much, Having Coffee with God. Where did that title come from? How did you come up with that? That's a very good question. This, um, the title, uh, Having Coffee with God with Friends. Yes. In a, in a way of having conversation that is more meaningful uh, with this young adult uh, you know, seeking to understand each other in the way of religion, how they comprehend it and how they went to school and how their social life influenced all. And so that common denominator that people can gather around, it used to be called, you know, breaking bread. Yes. But uh, 21st century, they are not breaking any bread. Yeah just having a nice coffee in a cafe, uh-huh. enjoying themselves and talking about their past experiences. So that having coffee with God 
the, the depth or the meaning is literally uh, having a meaningful conversation. It's a hundred and uh, oh, what, 140 pages or so approximately. And it's uh, a, a well-written from the perspective of uh, easy to read. That has not been uh, maybe as simple a task for you. How, what was the most difficult thing of, uh, of writing this and what motivated you to do so in the first place? Two things. Uh, working in the church for so long or studying, I, I see that the need for the young adult need a sense of a dialogue among themselves that, you know, traditionally churches have been there. Mm. But today, this young adult don't go to church. And they don't go to church not because they don't want Christianity or Judaism or Islam or, you know, the other religions. No, they really wanting to find a meaning in their spiritual life. And I find it that um, as a pastor for many, many, many years uh, in New England, um, the young adults, you know, are yearning for that kind of dialogue. Hmm. That you can't go to have it in the traditional way of how we have been brought up to, you know, having a dialogue. And that's, so it was something that, I have worked so hard with them to be able to come out with this book. And um, it, was, it was not easy writing it in the language that the, uh, the young adults and their parents can comprehend. Hmm. Because in the first century, it's, it's all about philosophy, science, and religion. And they are very good in navigating, like we were saying, about computers, yes. cell phones. You know, they can such anything that on the planet they can find out for themselves. They know how to handle them. So I thought that to give them a platform to be able to have this book so that they can dialogue it and then read it and they even invite their parents to be part of it in a discussion will be a very fruitful thing to offer the young adults. It's certainly a noble goal. The uh, concept of the book certainly is one that is a passion of yours. And your book is really designed to uh, to reach young adults, as, you, as you've described. Is there anything else in the marketplace that you have discovered or come across that is similar to this? Or do you think this book is unique? Yes, this, this particular book, Having Coffee with God, the author Benjamin Abrahams, it's very unique. It is unique in the sense of, you know, from perspective-wise or from societal way of living, there is no much targeting the young adults, providing them somehow tools to search for the meaning in their lives Mm. or search for God or search for something that is very profound in their lives that I think that the church uh, at this time is not able to offer in the sense of monotheism what the, the young adults are yearning for that. So this is a really passionate goal or passionate desire of mine, and I genuinely identify with this young adult 
because they are the future. In fact, there is a book review. There is a book review. Uh, um, USA Book Review has celebrated the book very, very, very well. And then Pacific Book Review also has given a really a highly review on that book because the young adults are yearning for something like this. That is not in the market square. Congratulations on completing this. And uh, again, the book is really focused on the young adult, uh, maybe millennials and, and even younger. And it's yes. a book that is not necessarily, you don't have to be religious or even, uh, I don't know, a spiritual maybe to read this book because it appeals to a broad audience the way you've uh, written it, if I, if I am uh, understanding it correctly. 140 pages, the title of which is Having Coffee with God. Love the title. Can Religion Change Monotheism? And my author, who's joined me from near Boston, Massachusetts, is Benjamin Abrahams. Sir, where do my listeners get a copy of this the book is at uh, Amazon and then Benson Nobles other outlets you know the book is everywhere <laughs> super and then in fact the, we, we sent the book to the um, the press release went to 12 countries beautiful yes the 12 12 countries um, so the book is in UK Germany um, Africa Brazil I think everywhere, and I really emphasize that my joy is to offer something for the young adults, like you said. Right. It's, uh, more of a universal in nature. It's not a doctrine. Doctrine, you know, anyone, any young adult can um, use it. And also, this book, the young adult have a, a different mindset which we call it exponential mindset. True. Uh, that they can comprehend this book easily. And so I would like the young adult to pick it and then read it with their families and their parents and uh, their friends. And then we can take it from there. Excellent. And again, you can request this, listeners, uh, at any, probably any local bookseller or online title again, Having Coffee with God. If you do that search, you'll find this book. And um, Mr. Abrahams, are you writing another book to follow up with this one? Yes, I have started a second book. And so we are working on the second book now, correct. And uh, you will have a website, if not developed yet. It will be uh, coming out uh, in the near future. And they can keep in contact with you by looking for your name, Benjamin Abrahams, as it sounds. And from the title of this book, having coffee with God. Thank you, sir, for joining me today and sharing your story. Thank you. For iUniverse, this is Jay Douglas Barker. iUniverse Radio is brought to you by iUniverse, the leading book marketing, editorial services, and supported self-publishing company. iUniverse Radio is produced by TogiNet Radio. Radio with a cutting edge.